Good morning, good people. My name is Nikki, and I'm your host of the Black Girl Budget Podcast. The Black Girl Budget Podcast has an international audience with listeners from South Africa, Malawi, Eswatini, Slovenia, and the Virgin Islands, to name a few. Welcome to Season 3, which is all about the financial tools we need to budget for today and tomorrow. If you're just joining us in Season 3, we've had amazing collaborations and discussions about high-yield savings accounts, retirement accounts, emergency funds, and insurance. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you're notified when a new episode drops. With nearly 27,000 downloads, the Black Girl Budget Podcast is on Amazon, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. Oh my gosh, so this is the last episode of season three. I can't believe we got here so quick. This like I feel like this season went by so fast, and y'all know I have to apologize because I did not drop an episode uh, last week, and that's because your girl was sick. I was sick. Not only did we have a lot of family come through in the last two months, but I think my body was just like, girl, you got to sit down because you're tired so I was actually out for about a week and um, I don't know like I didn't have my voice some days I did have it other days I was too tired so y'all I was sick but I am feeling much better I'm moving around taking the dog out now and it's all good so let's jump into the last episode of the season and this is really just a recap of the season so far I've gotten a lot of good feedback um, on this season so I love that you guys have been listening to it and honestly the first episode of this season <laughs> it's called financial literacy can save you from predatory practices it officially has a thousand downloads so i feel like y'all really enjoy that episode now if y'all remember episode one of this season started with a controversial tweet that went viral in april or march i believe and we got to talk about just predatory practices in general. We also talked about social media, debt management, interest rate, credit scores, and really on the interest rates, I did a side-by-side comparison of what monthly payments look like when you have a low interest rate versus a high interest rate. So if you, and I also just got a question on Instagram about refinancing uh, to get a lower interest rate for someone's car. So if you are thinking about refinancing or you have questions about refinancing, that's a really good episode to listen to. If you're also in the process of buying a car or if you think you might want to buy one in the next year or so, that's another good episode to listen to because the controversial tweet was about someone purchasing a car and I like I hope that ladies mentions are okay because uh yeah the people were not feeling that tweet so definitely check out episode one um financial literacy is one of the greatest tools that we can give ourselves because for the most part it is free you're going to spend a lot of time just reading researching and learning and it doesn't cost you anything to know about some of the predatory practices that are out there and just know about some of the things that can really help you uh, along your financial journey Now, for episode two, your girl was in Mexico City, really living it up, and I didn't put out an episode that week, which is why we have a 13th episode in this season. So we move on to to episode three, and we talked about staycations with Janetta Spencer. This is a collaboration episode, and y'all, this episode has over 1,100 downloads. (laughs) Like, y'all really enjoyed this season. Um, So this episode was all about staycations. I thought it was important to talk about how staycations can be a financial tool because a lot of times we're on our financial journey and we're thinking, oh my gosh, I want to save, I want to pay off debt, but we're not really giving ourselves room to 
have a vacation, to take time off and to really just enjoy where we are on the journey. And so a lot of that comes from thinking that vacations are very expensive, which they can be. But there are also staycations. And Janetta gave us so much information in that episode about, you know, what defines a staycation? How can you go on a staycation and afford one? Where should you go? How far away should you go? She even told us about her favorite staycation and something that she has planned coming up as well. So episode three is definitely a good episode if you are thinking I can't afford a vacation or I really just want to get out of my house and, you know, not necessarily get out of town, but just kind of go somewhere that isn't my living room that I see every single day. That was a really good episode. Um, We then had another collaboration with Candace Garth of Kaleidos Counseling. And we talked about therapy as a financial tool. And I think in the in the black community, the diaspora, um, counseling and therapy can really be seen as a negative thing or a stereotype Uh, and so in this episode Candace did a really good job of just breaking some stigmas and really showing us what it means to, to be a therapist and to have a therapist as well as how can we afford to get a therapist while we're budgeting and on our financial journey so she talks about her background she tells us about affordable therapy we even talk about coping mechanisms because that's a really big deal when it comes to emotional spending Candace mentioned that emotional spending is typically a result of not having healthy coping mechanisms. So definitely check out that episode if you feel like you are overspending due to your emotions or if you're overspending due to some kind of financial trauma. And we talked about financial trauma as well, what it is, what it looks like, and how it tends to affect us from time to time. And if you think I need a therapist or I might need some kind of counseling, Definitely check out Candace's website. It's www.kaleidoscounseling. That's K-A-L-E-I-D-O-S counseling.com. Candace does free consultations, so definitely reach out to her and see if uh, you can schedule a consultation to really talk about whether or not you need a therapist, if maybe Candace is the right fit for you. And she'll be very honest with you and let you know if she feels like you and her could be the right fit uh, for a therapy client relationship. So I love the episode for, I, I think that we overlook therapy as a tool that can help us along our journey. So even if you have like a question about whether or not that could be a good tool for you, definitely check out that episode. We moved along to another collaboration. I did a lot of collabs back to back in this season. We did another collab with Nia Bowman, the Shmoney Coach. You can find her on Instagram and TikTok. It's the Shmoney Coach, and that's Shmoney as in S-H-M-O-N-E-Y. I actually posted about this episode the other day, and somebody commented and was like, this is my favorite episode during season three. So, so definitely check out this episode because Nia gave us like so much information in this episode about credit card rewards, how to maximize those rewards, how to use them. She also gave us some other tips and tricks and different uh, apps that we can use to create rewards for other companies, um, create cash back opportunities, things like that. She also told us about a $6 flight that she had free travel expenses using her credit card rewards. So that was a really good episode. And I I know people probably think I'm crazy for listening to my own podcast episodes, but we give really good information in these episodes. And it just so happened that when I replayed episode five with Nia, 
I was going to buy um, some flights for the fall, and I was going to buy them the next day, but I listened to this episode, and I was like, oh, I think I actually have some credit card rewards points. Y'all, when I tell you I logged into that app, and it had 53,000 credit card rewards points, I used 28,000 of them for a round-trip flight from the DMV to Florida. Did not use a single dollar of my money, like, yeah, that was a good episode, so definitely go listen to it, if, especially if you travel a lot, if you plan to travel a lot. Even if you don't, this is a really good episode to use in conjunction with the staycations because your cash back rewards, depending on your credit card company, can be used for travel. So I feel like episode three with the staycations and episode five are, are really good to put together and listen to back to back because once you figure out a system for your credit card rewards, you can use that to fund your staycations if you want to go on one. Now, we then started moving into some financial tools, and episode six was all about high-yield savings account. Shout out to the Alley Girl Gang. Or, <laughs> it's actually Ally, not Alley. A-L-L-Y is the bank that I use for my high-yield savings account. And I really like this bank because they have what's called the buckets feature. So sometimes we will get a bank account and we have to use that account for a whole bunch of different things. But with Ally, you can actually open up a bank account and then create buckets within that same account so you can separate your money out from different categories. So for me, my dog's emergency fund is in my high-yield savings account, but then our home emergency fund is also in the same savings account. But with the buckets, I can separate that money and see what category it's assigned to. So I really like Ally. I'm probably going to call it Allie. <laughs> I'm probably going to call it Allie anyway. And the Allie Girl Gang is all of the uh, people in the Black Girl Budget community on Instagram who also have a high yield savings account with that same uh, bank. They're really great. They also have an app. And this is not a sponsored post, by the way. So this is just me and my honest opinion. Um, they are really good with the app, very easy to use. And y'all know when I talk about like user face, it needs to be a friendly user face. Whatever banking app you're using, it should not be hard or tricky for you to get in and use that app. So definitely check out Ally, which I call Allie. <laughs> it's A-L-L-Y. Their high savings account is really good. And the interest rates have been going up. Um, I think they've gone up like four times in the last two months or something. And interest rates are going up across the board. So even with your own high yield savings account, if it's with Discover or Goldman Sachs, whoever, check and see what your high yield savings account interest rate is right now because it's been going up over the last couple of months. And it'll probably still go up throughout the rest of summer and through fall. In episode seven, we jumped right into IRAs, which are individual retirement accounts, or as we learned in this episode, individual retirement arrangements. I love this episode because I was really trying to give y'all some additional information about IRAs, but I also really like IRAs because they're easy to open so long as you, you know, meet the requirements, have income, yada, yada, yada. Um, this episode goes through everything that you need to know about IRAs. I really like them because they are easy to open, but also they're not connected to your employer. Don't get me wrong, 401ks have the benefit of being connected to your employer and getting that extra cash. But I like that even if your employer doesn't offer a 401k, you still have the option for an IRA and you can max them out 
at $6,000 a year by putting $500 a month into your IRA. And that might change depending on your income, but don't worry, I talk about all of that during this episode. So we talk about how the IRAs come about. Knowing the back, like the backstory of some of these financial tools can be really beneficial to understand how and why you should use it or maybe how and why you shouldn't use it. But we talk about how the IRAs come about, how do they work, what is the difference between a traditional and a Roth IRA, who can get one? Why would you get one? When can you withdraw money? And then I give you some things to remember about IRAs. Just some little extra tidbits because you just you want to use your IRA to the best of your benefit, but you definitely don't want to use it in a way that might negatively affect you in the future. <laughs> when we got to episode eight of this season, I thought it was very important for us to talk about authorized users and why they're important, why we need them and what they are. Um, this episode was sponsored by one of our favorite creators, Who Acts Ash, on TikTok and Instagram. She is known for discussing all things cults and cult adjacent groups with her cult community on TikTok. She doesn't advocate for joining cults and she creates content from a purely educational and entertainment perspective. You can learn more about Ash's weekly cult roundup by joining her newsletter. So I'm actually subscribed to her newsletter, and I love the newsletter, honestly. Um, as a matter of fact, her most recent newsletter that we got, uh, she was featured in a podcast episode with uh, Therapy for Black Girls. I listened to the podcast episode, and it was really good. I think it's so interesting that uh, some people believe that black people are not su subject to joining cults. Um, and that also cults are likely going to be preying on people who are looking for community and who are looking to be within a group that they feel they belong in, right? So Ash goes into a lot of detail in the podcast episode with Dr. Joy, I believe is her name. And the conversation was really good. I follow Ash on TikTok as well as Instagram. I love the content just from a purely entertainment point at some at some point excuse me entertainment perspective at some point I think the UFO cults are the most entertaining to me um, because some of the things that the leaders are saying and they're and that they're doing are very interesting but so definitely check out Ash uh, on TikTok as well as Instagram she was one of our sponsors but even if she wasn't like I still enjoy her content altogether um, and it's very informative as as well like you would be surprised at the tactics that some cult members use to try to recruit people into cults. And you would be surprised at what some people consider to be cults. So definitely check out her content. I thought I had to share with you guys the newsletter and what she does on TikTok and Instagram is very interesting and just good information to know. Um, anyway, in episode eight, we talk about authorized users and we talk about uh, credit lines trade lines, what it is to be an authorized user, how can you uh, use authorized users as a benefit for either you or your family, do people really sell trade lines, is it illegal, and how does being an authorized user affect your credit score, or how does having an authorized user affect your credit score. I also talk about um, how this can play into generational wealth as well. And then I go into some frequently asked questions about authorized users because I've talked about this before on my Instagram. 
And people always have a lot of questions about it. My niece and nephew are both authorized users on one of my credit cards, and I'm very excited to find out what their credit score is in the coming years. Um, I was an authorized user on my parents' credit card growing up, and when I got out of high school, getting ready to go into college, my credit score was in the 700s, and I did not have like a credit card of my own. So those can be very beneficial. Definitely listen to episode eight because it's got a lot of good information jam-packed in there. In episode nine, we move right along to the big 401k topic. <laughs> I love talking about the 401ks because I love the history of 401ks and how they came about. So interesting to me. So I talk about what a 401k is, the history, how 401ks evolved, and then um, how do they work? Who can get one? What's the different kinds of 401ks? Because there are so many different kind of 401ks. And then I also talked about the difference between a 401k and an IRA because those are two totally different things. And then, of course, I give you guys a few tips to remember about 401ks because you definitely want to make sure that, again, you're using them to the best of their abilities and you're not negatively impacting yourself in the future. Now, in episode 10, we talked about insurance, and I went through and picked out the insurances that I thought were going to be the most important and the most commonly used amongst the people that listen to the podcast and those that are in the Black Girl Budget community. Um, so we talk about deductibles. What are deductibles and how do deductibles work? And then we talk about property insurance. And remember, property insurance is umbrella term, right? Like property insurance is going to include your car insurance, homeowner's insurance, apartment insurance, and then insurance for your phone. And one thing that I wanted to know is, Remember that homeowner's insurance is completely different and separate from mortgage insurance. Those are two totally different things. All of us should have homeowner's insurance. Not all of us will have mortgage insurance. So definitely keep that in mind. Um, I did also talk about pet insurance. It's very important because your pets can be so expensive when they need to go to the vet or if they have an emergency or something comes up. Pet insurance is probably like the cheapest kind of insurance outside of phone insurance that I can think of. Um, but it's worth it when you have an emergency. So if you have a pet, definitely look into getting pet insurance. And then I also touch on disability insurance. It comes in either short term or long term and you can get disability insurance, you cannot get disability insurance, but at least in this episode, we do talk about it and we do touch on it so that you are aware that disability insurance is a thing that is out there and available to you if and when you need it. And then, of course, we go into life insurance. We talk about whole life insurance, universal and term insurance. And then last but not least, we talk about health insurance, which, depending on the country that you're in, is either a very big topic or a very small topic. So those are the different insurances that I wanted to touch on and make sure that people had some information on them because insurance can definitely be beneficial. Um, it's more beneficial when when you need it. And I know people are like, I hate paying the premiums, but it can definitely be beneficial when you need it. So definitely check out that episode if you're like teetering on whether or not you should have insurance. <laughs> In episode 11, we slide right into emergency funds. This is a very, very important tool. I cannot stress this enough. Like anytime someone asks me a question about their finances, if I'm doing a consultation with a client, um, even if I'm just generally making content online, my number one question is going to be, do you have an emergency fund? How much is in your emergency fund? I mean, when I talk to clients and they're like, 
oh, I have a goal and I want to buy a house or I want to buy a car, I'm always going to ask, what's your emergency fund looking like? Because if you don't have one, then you're not ready to buy a house or a car. And when I say you're not ready, I mean financially you're not in a position to do it, but you may very well have the money to be like, yeah, I can afford the mortgage payment or I can afford the car payment. But when it comes to strategy and really having a financial foundation, you need to have an emergency fund. And so in episode 11, I talk about what an emergency fund is, what's the difference between an emergency fund and a savings account, um, what should you use your emergency fund for, when should you use it, and then where should you keep your emergency fund because it should not be in your checking account. And then I also talk about how much should be in your emergency fund and how do you go about building your emergency fund. So definitely listen to that episode if you're new joining us, if you're just now starting your financial journey, or if you feel like I just used up my emergency fund and I need to get another one. I also recently got a question, um, and I'll get into that a little more in detail, but I recently got a question where someone was saying like, hey, I'm 61 and I don't have any savings. Like, how do I start? Where do I start? What do I do? That's episode 11 is a really good episode for you to listen to if you're in that situation or close to that situation because I give you a lot of information about your emergency fund. And then in episode 12, we talk about accountability partners. Who's holding you accountable? So season three is all about tools. And another tool is having an accountability partner. Sometimes we think that tools are literally just the financial tools that are out there. But financial tools are so much more than that. So you definitely want to have an accountability partner. And I'll, I go through what is an accountability partner? What should I look for in an accountability partner? What should my expectations be? Why do I need one or two or four? And then should your partner, your romantic partner, be your accountability partner? And how do you ask someone to be your accountability partner? Those are important things to note because especially expectations, you want to make sure that you and your accountability partner are on the same page and that y'all understand the purpose of this mutually beneficial relationship that you have. Um, accountability partners are really good, especially if you're just getting started or if you're not quite there in the discipline area and you're still lacking a little discipline, definitely get you an accountability partner. But you also want them to be there to support you in your wins and losses and you want someone who's going to be able to give you some good feedback so that's a really good episode if you're like oh dang i never thought to have one or i had one but i don't have one now listen to episode 12 get you an accountability partner and this has to be one person it can be a group all of you guys can hold each other accountable get you a little group meet check in once a month or once a week however often you want and that's something that you should discuss with your accountability partner as well so that was season three. Episode 13 is really just a recap because I want to make sure that you guys are well aware of what we talked about in this season. Um, this is a really good season to talk about the different kind of financial tools that are out there. If there's one thing that I would want you all to take away from this, it's that not all tools are going to be, um, you know, your IRA or your 401k or your checking account. Tools are going to look very different. And really, you want to focus on tools as something that is helping you along your financial journey. So even your income itself is going to be another financial tool that you have. And that's something that we can talk about in a different episode, but tools are all around us and you want to make sure that you're using the things that are going to benefit you along this journey. Don't ever discount something because it's not 
defined as a tool on Google. Like you Google financial tools and it just doesn't pop up. Anything that can benefit you along your journey, you should be looking at that as a tool and trying to figure out how can I use this to, to maximize my emergency fund, to maximize my enjoyment of, you know, creating my financial wealth, things like that. That's how you want to look at your tools. So we're going to move into a new business. Um, new business is pretty light today. All I can say is that uh, this is the end of season three. I really enjoyed this season. Um, we learned a lot this season. We had some really, really good collaborations. And season four will start August 6th, Saturday, August 6th. Podcast episodes will still be dropping in the morning on Saturdays. So definitely stick around for season four. I'm not going to tell y'all what season four is about, but I'm very excited for season four. If you are subscribed to the um, premiere newsletter, you will be able to see what the entire season is about once the new calendar drops in August. So if you're subscribed to the premium newsletter, definitely go check that out August 1st. If you're not subscribed to the premium newsletter, you can definitely do that um, on the Black Girl Budget website, www.blackgirlbudget.com. And then go to the subscribe now page. It'll tell you everything that you get as either a free subscriber or as a subscriber to the premium newsletter. And you'll be able to see what's dropping on the season four podcast episodes beginning August 6th. So... I'm very excited. I really want to tell y'all, but I'm not going to tell y'all, but I'm very excited about season four. Um, what else? The newsletter will be dropping on August 1st. I'm very excited about that. And make sure that you share this podcast episode with family and friends as well, because the BGB community is always growing. And we want to make sure that this information is getting to as many people as we can possibly get it to. Um, on social media, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, I am actually doing a series that's all about different kinds of scams that are out there. Uh, I made a video about a scam and people were like telling me about other scams, which was reminding me about other scams that I recall. So I'm just going to do a series about scams so that we are aware of what scams are out there and then we are aware of how to spot the red flags. So ultimately we can save money and not be scammed out of hundreds of thousands of dollars throughout the year. Um, what else is going on in Black Girl Budget? Oh, so I did get a, a question um, not too long ago, and this person was basically like, listen, I just had like a medical situation happen to me. I'm 61. I have no savings, and I can't work for the next couple of months. Where do I start along this financial journey? And like I mentioned earlier, it's all about your emergency fund. The beginning of your financial journey is your emergency fund because over the course of your journey, you're going to run into all kind of mishaps, things you didn't plan to encounter, um, scams, like I mentioned, right? You're going to run into all kind of things. And what you don't want is for those things to set you back so far that they affect the financial goals that you have in the future, right? Or that you're working toward right now. Your emergency fund is the one thing that's keeping you from having credit card debt or having to use the money that you were going to use for a goal toward that emergency. So you definitely want to start with your emergency fund. And like I always tell you guys, when it comes to your emergency fund, start at trying to put $500 into your account. And then from $500, you go to $1,000. And you don't stop at $1,000. You go from $500 to $1,000, and then you put one month's worth of expenses into that emergency fund. How do you know what one month's worth of expenses are? You have to figure out what your monthly expenses are. And then you gotta figure out like, what are the 
the basic needs that you have every single month. So, for example, my one month worth of expenses, it comes up to about $2,700. But that includes a couple of hundred dollars for me to go shopping and then another couple hundred dollars for me to just have spending money. If I cut that out, my monthly expenses will actually be smaller than $2,700. So you really want to make sure that your emergency fund is built around the necessities of your life on a monthly basis. That's how you figure out what your emergency fund should really be looking like. So even though that person is 61 years old, I'm still telling them, hey, listen, you still need to be building your emergency fund because it's very important. Now, once you build your emergency fund, assuming this person does not have a lot of debt or any debt or any high interest debt, then we need to start figuring out when do we want to retire and how are we going to retire. So even at the age of 40, 50, 60, 70, there's always a place for you to start and there's always a direction for you to go. Now, obviously, with this person, they have very specific details in their emails, so I won't get into that because I don't think those details are very common, but I did provide them with some more information. If you feel like, hey, my details are also rare or very specific to me, I'd like to get more feedback, you can always schedule a consultation on the Black Girl Budget website, and we can talk more about whatever you might have going on. So just keep that in mind that there's always a place for you to start and I'm always willing to give you guys feedback and information. So definitely schedule a consultation so that we can talk about it in our one-on-one time. <laughs> Lastly, the podcast is now available on Google, Apple, and Amazon Podcasts, which means you can get it on Audible. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you know when new episodes are available. Join me in August as we start season four, which I'm very excited, but I can't give you all the details about, but you guys are going to love it. So definitely stay tuned for season four. I'll see you guys back in August and go back and listen to the rest of season three if you've only caught some of the episodes. And I look forward to talking to you guys next month.